Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, I'm going to show you a video of what real heroism looks like. You know, we had this expression when I was an instructor in our Secret Service Academy called Get Big. You know what Get Big meant? Get Big means, it still means now, if you're, God forbid, ever in a scenario where someone's attacking you, God forbid someone's shooting at you, the natural inclination is obviously to survive, right? Of course, should be. (laughs) If not, seek help immediately. So what do you do? You duck, you get behind cover. You try to get away from the person attacking you. That's not the inclination we train in our recruits at the Secret Service Academy. We uh, we, we teach them not to get small, but to get big. I want to show you a video today of these heroes in the NYPD and what they did. I also have a lot to get to on the election front. Just a really astonishing, stunning court filing out of Michigan with an error rate voting of somewhere close to 68% in the vote processing. I'm going to get to that and also Trump doing impossible things. If he's doing them, they can't be impossible. Dan, that sentence makes no sense. You say you like logic and reason. No, no, no. I don't think they're impossible. They happened. He did them. Did them means possible, right? Impossible. I'm talking about what the media declared in advance Trump couldn't do. It's impossible that he, in fact, did. Loaded show today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. How are you today, Producer Joe? Sorry about that extended opening there. It's just a loaded show. I got a lot of great video. I want to make sure everybody (laughs) knew what was coming. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good, man, but it's uh, it's your show. You do what you want to do. So, (laughs) you know, I appreciate that. Appreciate the deference. (laughs) Well, you're a part of it. So today's an interesting day. Again, it's... uh, Dan Bongino, chemo day. Oh. So we'll see how tomorrow works out. Let's hope we don't have the hiccups again. The chemo <laughs> hiccups were the really horrible. Don't laugh. They're really, uh. really a pain in the butt. I had to like take advanced pharmaceuticals <laughs> to stop the chemo hiccups. So let's hope, <laughs> fingers crossed, we don't have the chemo hiccups tomorrow. You would think that would be the least of your worries, right? <laughs> yeah, Answer the, chemo. Hiccups. the chemo hiccups were the worst. Poor Mike Flynn, who had to sit through that interview. Me, <laughs> the whole interview. Sorry, Joe, Joe and Drew had to edit that thing to death, right? Yes. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> so, Paula hates when I laugh over this. What else are you going to do? What are you going to do, Life Daniel? goes on, folks. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. That is, what are you going to do? That was a, that's almost a Donnie Brasco moment. Oh All right, God. let me get right to it on the show. Today is a loaded show. Ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by your friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Life's about habits. This is my Brickhouse Nutrition Wild Berry Field of Greens. You'll notice something. It's empty because I drink the hell out of this stuff. This year, we've been more focused than ever on the health of ourselves and the ones we love. But what happens afterwards? How do you plan to ensure your body's immune system is ready for the fight this winter and beyond? I recommend, because I take it multiple times a day, Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Here's mine every day. Miles, you got to send me more. Loaded with antioxidants, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. This powerful combination not only can support heart health, supports a healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Complete with pre and probiotics, Field of Greens not only good for you, it's good for the entire family. My kids, my wife take it. Notice on the back, it says nutrition facts. Why does that matter? Because it doesn't say supplement facts. Why? Because this is real food. It doesn't have to say supplement facts. It's ground up healthy fruits and vegetables. How do you get it? I love it. Swear by it. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. 
Get 15% off your first order with promo code Dan at checkout. How do you get it again? You go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan today, don't we? All right, Joe, let's go. All right, bro. All right, let's get right to this video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what real heroism, heroism looks like. Not Hollywood heroism or fake heroism or these academics and academia want you to believe that they're their fealty and their genuflecting before liberal ideology makes them heroes in the face of history. These are real heroes right there. Play a video. It's just quick. Um, I had to, Joe had to do some fancy editing here uh, because I don't want you to see uh, the whole part of it. It's a family-friendly show. I'll describe it to you for your audio listeners. But here's 10 seconds of the NYPD. They get calls of shots fired at St. John's Church in Manhattan. They respond immediately. There is a couple hunkered down behind a telephone pole with a call box. I mean, at the worst kind of cover possible. As this uh, a man is firing at people and the NYPD jumps right to the scene and I want you to see what they do and I want you to listen to the guy narrating this. Uh, hat tip Stephen Wilson. This is his video narrating in the background what's going on. Check this out. They got him. They got him. You still want to defund the police? I only could play 10 seconds of that because the shootout does have footage not not safe for, for work or family-friendly viewing. You still want to you still want to defund the police? You think that's a think that's a great idea? What what are you gonna do to defund the police, BLM and Antifa terrorists, the racist terrorists from Black Lives Matter and Antifa? What are you gonna do in that scenario? An armed gunman with multiple firearms, gasoline, and weapons takes shots at the police on video. A guy catches it on video, is shooting at innocent civilians and people. The police show up and don't run from the scene like any sane person would. No one's going to blame you for doing that. If I'm with my family, I'm getting out of there too. Nobody would blame you for doing that. And what do the police do? They run to the gunman, take the worst cover possible, the second worst cover possible after the poor couple that's stuck behind the telephone pole. They take cover behind one of those New York City garbage cans, which candidly, folks, provides very little cover at all. It's more concealment than anything. They engage in a gunfight. With this, who has real cover, by the way, the perpetrator, if you want to watch the video, rumble.com slash Bongino, watch it. It's only 10 seconds. You can rewind it, watch it multiple times. The gunman shooting at the NYPD officers has real cover. He's behind a solid concrete structure in the middle of the church, at the front of the church on the steps. Firing down, by the way, from an elevated vantage point, which is always better. Why? Because when you're firing down, you can fire over the person's cover mm -hmm. who they're firing at you. Mm -hmm. They can't do the same to you. You have an elevated position in real cover and you have these two heroes, I believe a third joins later, that run in right away, engage this bad guy, take him down, neutralize the target. No regard whatsoever for their own personal safety. Zero. Zero. They got big, folks. That's what getting big is. Getting big just isn't making your body big to take rounds for the president or protectee when you're a Secret Service agent. Getting big is running into the fight, taking it to that target right away. And I want you to notice what one of those officers does. Right away, the minute they detect that that target may be neutralized, what does he do? He doesn't run back to his car. He runs to the couple 
standing behind the telephone pole trying to save their own lives and gets them out of there right away. And then what does he do? He goes right back into the fight again. Still want to defund the police? Pathetic. Any politician associating themselves like Raphael Warnock and others running for Senate in Georgia with this defund the police movement should be immediately discounted from polite society and public life again. Your position is so ridiculously stupid and indefensible. I'm sorry, but you don't deserve to be heard among smart people. You have the big R God-given right to free speech, and I hope you use it. But smart people should never listen to you again. You're a moron. Thank God for these heroes. Sorry, but I wanted to start the show with some good news, bad news. These guys aren't getting rich off this, yet they're putting their lives on line. Just think about that for a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, I've gotten very, very, we've done very well off what I do. I don't put my life on the line anymore. My life now and the, the whatever folk, there's no courage involved in what, none. I like what I do. I'm proud of what I do. I put a lot of work into it. There's no courage involved in this. I'm sorry. Those guys, that's real courage. $60,000, $70,000 a year to go stick your face in the, stick your face in the middle of a gunfight to save someone you've never met in your entire life. That's real courage. That's real courage. That's what getting big looks like. All right, folks, moving on. We got a lot to cover today. I want to get to the, I, I'm, I'm a little loaded up today on content. I promise you I'm going to get to what, what the hell is going on in Michigan. This court filing yesterday. I promise you I'm going to get to it. Just stay tuned. There's a, just a ton of material to get to. We didn't even get to the vaccine distribution yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, I totally understand there are some people who have positive and negative feelings about vaccines. You're all sane adults. You can make your own decisions. But I want to talk about the facts. There now is a vaccine, multiple vaccines, um, in uh, as a result of President Trump's Operation Warp Speed. And I want to talk about this today. But the reason I waited and I wanted to put it in context of a larger argument I wanted to make to you, and it took a while to do Therefore, I didn't have a lot of time on yesterday's show. We do today. This segment's going to be called Trump doing impossible things, which again, as I stated in the opening, because we do logic and reason here, seems to be a sentence devoid of any logic. How can you do something that's impossible? If it's impossible, it means it's not possible. It means it can't be done. And if Trump did it, that would mean it's not impossible. I'm not saying we thought it was impossible. I'm saying Trump has done a lot of things. Vaccine fits right in this segment. That the media and lunatics in the scientific and academic community have declared impossible or have used some reference to impossibility. Why has Trump been able to do this? First, that's another reason to disregard media and the experts. They're usually experts on nothing but their own self-aggrandizing behavior. But this is another reason, as if you needed one. I mean, this is kind of a stupid point at this point. To to throw the media's opinions in the garbage can, they are typically the opinions of losers who couldn't get real degrees in college, so settled on journalism. I'll leave that there. We We had enough of that yesterday in the intro where we discussed Mr. Potato Head at CNN. But why has Trump, not just once, we have what? Well, one, two, three, four, four examples here. 
And that was only because I was limited on time in pre-production for the show. Four examples of Trump doing things everyone's told him were impossible. Why has Trump been able to do it while very few Republicans and Democrats in the past sitting in the presidency or elsewhere have been able to do these, do these things? Put out a vaccine in a year, rebuild an economy on uh, really on the outs, you know, get Middle East peace deals everybody declared were impossible. <clears throat> I'll show you the tape if you don't believe me. Why is Trump? This is a very important question. I want you all to put horse blinders on and consider right now. And Joe, as the audience ombudsman, if I don't explain this well, stop me short, because this is critical. Will do, sir. And it's critical for a reason. It doesn't only explain the Trump phenomenon. It explains going forward, now that our chances have diminished severely, if Trump runs again, or if a candidate like Trump runs again, runs again, why they're the answer and not old established politicians. I want to explain this a couple of ways. Again, how, why Trump's able to bypass impossible things and do them. Number one, Trump hasn't learned to fail. He has not been a part of a hierarchical political structure. Me having run for office, even though we didn't succeed, I saw this up close and personal. It's very ugly. When you run, typically what people do if they make it to the presidency is there's a hierarchy. They'll run first for state delegate, maybe state senate, graduate to Congress or the U.S. Senate or maybe governor, run for president once and lose, then run again and win. That's the typical, even for someone like Obama. He didn't do that all the way, but it was a senator first. Um, that, that's kind of his, the, the, the standard trajectory. Reagan was a governor of California, ran for president, lost, ran again. You get the point. Yeah. There's a hierarchy. Paying your dues. That's that's about what some people Pay, call it. There you go. You know what? I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. Did not coordinate this no. at all. But it is the quote, paying your dues, as Armacost just said. That's not really paying, but it's really a circle. Yeah. You get the point. I'll <laughs> yes. keep it friendly, friendly, right. of favors you give to each other to get ahead. So you run for state delegate. You need a guy's endorsement who's a state senator. He's kind of the local kingmaker. You pay your dues if you if if you know what I mean. You had a state senator who do then owe a favor. He then has a crap bill that really sucks. You vote for it anyway because you owe him a favor. You then become the state senator when he leaves. You need the governor's endorsement. The governor needs support on a crap bill. You vote for it because the governor endorsed you and knew the state senator. The state senator now becomes a lobbyist whose position you took. He now lobbies you when you run for governor and says, remember the favor mm -hmm. I did for you when you were state delegate? Now you owe me a favor. Now you run for president. There's a bunch of rich donors who run these big corporations. They need something. They have lobbyists. They lobby you. You get elected, maybe not the first time, but the second time they say, remember the money we gave you and we bundled for you? By the time you become president of the United States, you have given out so many favors, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean, favors that you don't have a pure political thought of your own to save your own life. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Arrowhand to Armacost. No, seriously, pay your dues. The perfect, I didn't even think. Pay, you've paid your dues. And by the time your ledger is even, you've paid so many dues, you cannot give an honest political opinion because you don't know who it'll offend and whose dues you owe. Trump did none of that. Zero. He ran entirely outside of the political infrastructure, entirely, did his own thing, didn't really give a damn about what donors and others said, and just did his own thing. That has enabled him to bypass political totem pole holders who think they're above him, who've told him, no, 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 you can't do that. And here's why you're going to offend this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy, this guy. Trump's like, 
Eh, double barrel, middle finger. Don't really care. Number two. So Trump hasn't learned to fail. And when I, when I say fail, I mean, he hasn't learned to play the favor game, which is a failure. When favors aren't to the people elected who elected you, then you're not doing favors. You're not rep- It's not a representative uh-huh, democracy. Okay. It's a bought off democracy. Right. He hasn't learned any of that. He hasn't learned that game. Makes me think of this famous story of this fire out West decades ago, where the firemen who tragically passed were taught to hold on to their equipment so they couldn't flee fast enough because the equipment was heavy. They had some of these new guys who were brought in who weren't trained that way, dumped their equipment and ran. They were the ones who survived. It's a, it's a really terrible story, but some of the lessons from it are real. It makes me think of a time when I was in the, when I was in my prior line of work, sorry to keep bringing it up, but, uh, you know, we do site advances in the Secret Service. And I remember doing this factory that at all, I mean, it was a security nightmare. Power tools around, things that could have been used as projectiles. They were like, we can't possibly secure this factory. It was in Ohio. They're like, forget it. We're going to have to bring hundreds of agents in or cops. And I said, I've got a crazy idea. Because we can't secure the whole factory. Why don't we build a box within the factory and leave the rest of the floor out there? So we literally did that. We built a box within a box, almost a factory within the factory using these car parts. Nobody could shoot through or anything like that and would be explosive resistant. And that's where we held the event. And they used it later on in some training. It was a, I called it the box within a box approach. I was relatively new at the time. I hadn't learned yet as much the old way of doing things. Now let's get to the point. Let's go to video one. Hat tip Media Research Center Newsbusters For this fantastic video of, again, media people who don't understand Trump, don't understand Trump hasn't learned to fail. He's an outsider. And they don't understand Trump thinks outside the box with his box inside a box approach. Here's the media telling Trump repeatedly how stupid it is to promise a vaccine by year's end. Joe, has the year ended yet? 2020? I'm just checking. Is it January, December? Not yet. Thank you, Ombudsman Joe, for that brilliant analysis. He even said it in his worst 1960s game show voice. Not yet, Dad. Thanks, Wink. Not yet. It hasn't ended. And we do have a vaccine injected into people's arms yesterday. Here's the media telling you that's absolutely impossible. Check this out. And on a vaccine, we'd love to see if we could do it prior to the end of the year. But many scientists, including the president's ousted former top vaccine official, say that is overly optimistic. That's an ambitious timeline, and many health experts aren't so sure it's achievable. So many experts and doctors today immediately cast doubt on that. Experts say it, he'd be in need a miracle to be right. It would take, you know, over a year. Experts are warning that kind of timeline may be overly ambitious. Health experts pushing back. So many experts. Well, NBC News did a fact check on this today that a coronavirus vaccine, Trump says it could come out this year, this sort of, you know, happy talk that he's doing about a vaccine. You cannot talk yourself into a vaccine. The fastest a vaccine has ever been produced from start to finish is five years. Previous vaccines have taken years to develop. History actually holds a lot of different lessons um, for us about politicians rushing to science when it comes to vaccines. Will we get the best vaccine in this timetable or will we just get a vaccine? This kind of promise is clearly political, but it's also remarkably dangerous. Some have even argued it's perhaps dangerous. So if we say, well, they can't really get this vaccine, the science is questionable. Now we're the negative Nancys. Oh, look at that Acosta. Always trying to kill our optimism. You understand these are some of the dumbest people on planet Earth? Yet these are the, quote, serious people, and we're all the conspiracy theorists. 
Trump's the Trump's the stupid one, right? And they're the smart ones. You have now video evidence that these people are morons. And yet, what do they do? Nothing. The answer is nothing. They don't change. They don't retract. They don't say, they don't even feign embarrassment. Nope. They just move on like nothing happened. If this was my show, there would be endless pieces by those lunatic clown basement dwellers at Media Matters, Mediaite, and elsewhere. If that was my show saying that it was a Democrat president who had done Operation Warp Speed and got a vaccine in a year, there would be endless loops of me on Media Matters saying, oh my God, this isn't possible. This isn't possible. Those people are idiots in the White House. But because it's the Democrat press, nobody cares. They just move on like nothing happened. Now wait, watch. So there's this is evidence, piece of evidence number one of Trump doing impossible things. It's impossible to declare the media intelligence. That's what's really impossible. Watch what's going to happen now with the vaccine. The goalposts will shift because they do not want to give up control. The goalposts, just on a separate note, quick, before I get back to other impossible things. There will be stories now, endless stories about the new strains popping up. Endless stories. Uh, Not that that isn't real, but Joe, you know, nobody, these Democrat and Republican lunatics (laughs) like Larry Hogan and others, Larry Hogan, Gavin Newsom, Uh, Andrew Cuomo up in New York, they don't want to give up this control to shut down the economy and shut you down on a moment's notice. They love it. Bingo. Because as Lord Acton said, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Watch. Now that the Trump Operation Warp Speed vaccines are out there, they don't want to give up control. There'll be new stories about deadly new strains. You may have seen some of them already. It's not that the stories aren't Mm -hmm. real. They'll be meant to induce panic, not get you facts. Joe, the second story, watch. I guarantee you will see these soon. Okay. Just because you were vaccinated (laughs) doesn't mean you can't asymptomatically spread it to others. And it'll, again, not, it will not be meant to inform you. It'll be meant to drive you into red line panic again as an impetus to keep empowered lunatics like Cuomo, Hogan, and Newsom in charge. Watch. They will also, hopefully, as I'll get to later in this Red State article, which is in the show notes if you want to read ahead and make it to it tomorrow, they will rewrite history and credit Biden for the vaccine. That'll happen, too. It's already happening right now. All right. Um, let me get to the second video, and I'll go on this block, and I'm going to get to my second sponsor here. This is important, too. Another thing Trump did. Trump secured multiple normalization peace deals between Israel and some Arab countries. We now have Morocco. We have a non-Arab country in Bhutan now, UAE. You've seen this. These are big peace deals. We were told by experts, this is impossible. Repeated multiple times by people like John Kerry. John Kerry, expert in foreign policy, John Kerry. You don't believe me they said this was impossible, just like they say the vaccine is possible. Yet these are the serious people, folks, and we're all the idiots. Here's John Kerry on video saying these peace deals are impossible unless you take care of the Palestinian issue first. Check this out. There will be no separate peace between Israel and the Arab world. I want to make that very clear to all of you. I've heard several prominent politicians in Israel sometimes saying well, the Arab world's in a different place now. We just have to reach out to them and we can work some things with the Arab world and we'll deal with the Palestinians. No, 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 and no. I can tell you that reaffirmed even in the last week as I have talked to leaders of the Arab community. There will be no advance and separate peace with the Arab world without the Palestinian process and Palestinian peace. 
Everybody needs to understand that. That is a hard reality. <laughs> this is like a clown show. Again, not Bozo, Krusty. This is a Krusty the Clown show. This is it. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, these are the serious people. And Trump, Trump's the stupid one. We're all stupid. Trump and his supporters, these are the serious people. All right, I've got two more I'm going to get to, too, and I'll move on to some other stuff, including in the election. A great piece by Friedman, given the current economic climate and the stupid arguments going around, so don't go anywhere. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Axon. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, personal security matters. You know, this has been my line of work for a long time. So the people at Taser, they believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and they are lightweight. I have one, enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or in your purse. Yet they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Taser products are safer and easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Taser devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting, very easy to use, and emergency dispatch, which will send a response team to your GPS location upon discharge. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. Now, you can own your own Taser device, the number one choice of law enforcement agencies. You can own one. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus, that's the one I have, or Taser Strike Light at Taser, T-A-S-E. E-R-T-A-S-E-R.com with promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Save 15% now at taser.com. Taser.com, use promo code Bongino, spelled T-A-S-E-R.com using promo code Bongino. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, thanks, Taser. Appreciate you supporting the show. So here's another example here. Just a, let's go to the Wayback Machine here. Here are the... Uh, esteemed, and I use that term extremely loosely, Chris Saliza, who's been wrong about just about everything, and his colleague Aaron Blake at the Washington Post, uh, declaring another literal impossibility, if you understand logic, in the election 2016 outcome. Check this out from the Washington Post. Remember this, Jim? The Fix, Washington Post, October 24, 2016. Donald Trump's chances of winning are approaching zero. <laughs> zero, which would mean, Joe, an impossibility, correct? Yes, that's Again, correct. Another, they're headline, not a joke. You could put that in any search yeah. engine and look up that headline. That article's still up there. They were approaching zero. I still don't think he lost this election in 2020, but that's a whole other one. Just quickly, one more. Here is the, again, esteem. So we've pointed to esteem, that by esteem, I mean non-esteem, dictionary.com definition. If you know what I mean, you watched the show last week. We've now pointed out how media lunatics consistently get things wrong about Trump, how esteemed secretaries of state and international diplomats and presidential candidates like John Kerry get things wrong all the time, declaring impossibilities that are then possible when Trump does them. Here is a Nobel Prize winner, literally in economics, not figuratively, the non-esteemed, esteemed Paul Krugman at the New York Times declaring right after the election of 2016 that it's almost impossible for the Trump economy and the economy to recover after his election. This was written the, just days after Trump won the election in 2016. Paul Krugman, Nobel Prize winner, folks, very serious man in economics. It really does now look like President Trump and markets are plunging. When might we expect them to recover? Frankly, I find it hard to care much, even though this is my specialty. 
the disaster for America and the world has so many aspects that the economic ramifications are way down my list of things to fear. Still, I guess people want an answer. He is a PhD in economics, folks. If the question is when markets will recover, a first pass answer is never. Markets in the economy far surpassed the performance of the Obama administration until the dreadful play that hit the United States. Again, Mm -hmm. Trump doing things, a PhD in economics declared impossible. The markets will never, his words, never, never, never recover. Not only they recover, they recovered better than they recovered under the Obama administration, despite despite worse economic conditions being left to him for a recovery, that is. (laughs) Oh, that's at least the double. We haven't had that in a while. That's at least the double. Don't disrespect my article there with a single monthly. That's a disgrace. We haven't done that in a while. Some new listeners have no idea. Oh, okay. You got to look it up. You got to look it up. Go to his search engine. There's a long running rivalry between Muttley, Paula, and Joe. It's like a, My- one of those WWE things <laughs> where it's a tag team and both people are in the ring tuning a guy up at the same time. You got to check it out. it out. You got to check it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Right. It's an old yeah, rivalry. Man. The rivalry. It's like the Clantons and the McClowries, folks. It goes way back. The, 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 the Earps and the Cowboys. Way, way back. <laughs> All right, moving on. Because there were some serious, here's some very serious news yesterday. What what the Hades is going on in Michigan? Let me give you the bottom line up front. A Michigan judge has now allowed us to get a look into a lawsuit that was brewing where a forensic analyst looked into what happened in this county in Michigan, Antrim, Michigan, A-N-T-R-I-M. In Antrim, Michigan, there were votes that were changed from Biden to Trump. In other words, they were initially declared Biden votes, and then it found out later they were Trump votes. How were they changed? Did the voters change them? No. Who changed them? That's why this show is titled, What the Hell's Going On in Michigan, in this swing state? We're getting a thousand different answers. They're saying it was human error. Now we, we've been allowed by this judge to get a look into this auditor. This guy, Russ, I think Ramsland, his name is, who we've we put on the show before is some of his video clips. Who audited this and is making some unbelievable allegations in this audit that we've now been allowed to see. Let's put up this Epic Times piece. They covered it really well yesterday. It'll be up in the show notes. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please, uh, please check it out. Epic Times. Can we finally get some kind of a straight answer at what happened in Antrim County? Uh, headline, Zachary Stieber. Dominion Software, here we go again, intentionally designed to influence election results. Forensics, forensics report says, this came out yesterday. There are two stunners from this report. Everybody tracking me? This forensic analysis done of these voting systems that switched votes. The voters didn't switch votes. The machines switched the votes. And the allegations are, according to this guy, Ramsland, that these were intentional errors. Dominion has denied this to give both sides. They didn't comment on this Epic Times report. And the official statement from the state of Michigan is this is human error. That's not what this audit said. Can we get an answer on this? Kind of important, no? Quote, Epic Times, Russ Ramsland, co-founder of Allied Security Operations Group, said in this preliminary report we got to look at yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll keep this up a second. These Both of these stories can't be true. This guy's alleging intentional fraud. 
and Michigan saying it was human error. One of these stories is false. Quote from this report. The system intentionally generates an enormously high number of ballot errors. The electronic ballots are then transferred for adjudication. The intentional errors led to bulk adjudication of ballots with no oversight, no transparency, and no water trail. What? This leads to voter or election fraud. Based on our study, we conclude that the Dominion voting system should not be used in Michigan. We further conclude that the results of Antrim County should not have been certified, Ramsland added. Folks, again, Dominion denies this. The state of Michigan denies this. They're saying it was human error. Ramsland, who's putting his reputation on the line, and we're quoting from him, is saying the opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, both of these stories cannot be true. Was the vote switching human error, or was it, to quote Ramsland, intentional error? By the way, takeaway from screenshot number one, intentional errors with no audit trail? Meaning the machines, according to Ramsland, these are intentional screw-ups on the, they voted for one person and didn't vote for the other one, that they then switch, and then later on there's no way to audit it. These are very serious charges. Both of the stories can't be true. They can't. Is it human error, or is it an intentionally flawed system with malfeasance? We got to get an answer on this. Here's takeaway number two. The error rate for this system, according to the allegations in this Ramsland report from this Mr. Ramsland here. Quote, Epic Times. Ramsland noted that Antrim County officials first reported on election night that Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden received out of 12,423 uh, votes, nearly 7,800. Okay. So election night, Antrim County saying Joe Biden got over 7,000 of 12,000 votes. Everybody tracking? Well, two days later, they said President Trump actually won the county, receiving 9,800 out of over 17,000 votes. Folks, either Biden won 7,000 to 12,000 or Trump won 9,000 of 17,000 votes. Those, both of those stories can't be true. It's called math. But on November 21st, the officials again updated the figures, removing 1,300 votes from Biden. Ramsland said the tabulation log for the forensic examination of the server for the county showed 15,676 individual events. Of those, some 68% were recorded errors. Oh. Uh, why? That's, I didn't read that wrong. I didn't read, I don't have my Sharpie and pens and paper for liberals right now. I only have a pen. Thanks to the dude who gave us this one. And the pen doesn't write bold enough for you to see it. You'll just get light flash off the paper. That's not 6.8%. This report is alleging 68%, like six, eight decimal point. Can we get an answer on that? Is that accurate? You know, folks, again, I'll give you Dominion side. They're denying this. They're, you know, state of Michigan saying it's human error. You can determine now that I've given you both sides what you believe or what you don't based on your own homework at home. I'm simply suggesting to you these are allegations in a court document. They're not just some willy nilly made up garbage. Is this true? 
Because we know on the record that prominent Democrats have already cited Dominion voting systems and have made claims about them that would make someone skeptical. Are we ignoring all this? And why? Why didn't you hear about this story last night? Why is mainstream media outlets, why are these outlets ignoring this story? Do they not want you to hear the truth? Read the report. It's linked in the Epic Times piece at my newsletter, which is my show notes. Bongino.com slash newsletters where you subscribe. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. Here's what I got on the other side of this. I've got a little bit of a media madness segment. I know it's like a played out name, but I can't. I love it because they are. It's just total like Frankenstein like level of madness with these media idiots who can't shred their own credibility enough. And I've got a killer video by Friedman I want to discuss in light of something else of these Wall Street Journal articles. Paul, don't panic. I'm just going to talk about it. This is a long story of me and Paul on the Wall Street Journal and the National Review. She hates when I give her stuff to process and we never process it. But I am going to bring it up. You're not going to want to miss this segment. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. A lot of online shopping going on during the holidays. Some experts are saying that consumers may be at a high risk of identity theft as well as falling victim to deals that are too good to be true, if you know what I mean, and very sophisticated phishing attacks. Experts recommend checking your credit score, not overspending, limiting new retail credit cards, and freezing your credit if needed even after the holidays. It's critical to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. It affected mine. I had my identity stolen. It was a disaster. I had to cancel cards. It took me about a year to clean up the mess. Don't let this happen to you. This holiday season, you can miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit and bank statements alone. Get LifeLock. I have it for me and my entire family, my kids too. They are the leader in identity theft protection. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information is being used in their network, they'll send you an alert. I get texts on my phone. If you become a victim of identity theft, LifeLock can help you restore your identity easier than what you can do on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year. It's a big savings. Just go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off today. Thanks, LifeLock. It's worth your time. Go today, especially during this season. You don't want your identity stolen. It's a total disaster. All right, folks. Um, you know, I had these articles of the Wall Street Journal I've been dying for the last few days to get to, and I've just been crunched on time. So I'll just summarize them quickly. And I want to show you a video of Friedman because now that it's looking um, sadly likely that we're going to have to deal with um, the Biden crime family for longer than we expected, you're going to start to see arguments being pursued that are nonsensical when it comes to economics. Um, they're, they're arguments pursued on flowery rhetoric, but not based in facts. One of them I saw in this Wall Street Journal piece, I'll just quickly sum up for you. You're going to see the article about economic multipliers again. I'm not going to bore you to death with wonkery, but this is an important argument. Whenever you see the word about government multipliers for government spending, run for the hills fast, fa rapidly, as quickly as you can. Carl Lewis style. It is a fraud. The essence of a multiplier is based on this failed economic theory by a guy by the name of John Maynard Keynes decades ago, who suggested ridiculously so that government spending 
through things like the marginal propensity to consume, marginal propensity to save. It's, it's a unnecessarily complicated formula. His suggestion is simply this. Government spending, when they spend money in the economy, then multiplies and creates more value from there. The theory is total garbage and is stupid and it's creeping up again. If you read the Wall Street Journal op-ed page every day, you'll see it. Liberals are talking about it again as an excuse to do what, Joe? To expand the government budget, government control over your life, to increase your tax rate, take more of your money and give it to other people. The multiplier is garbage. When government spends money by taking it from you, it doesn't multiply, it divides. Why? Because when government spends money on other people, as I showed you from the great Milton Friedman video last week, government has to take money from those same people first. They take money from Adam and give it to Bobby. You may say, wow, that's really bad. That would net out to zero. No, it's even worse because it doesn't net out to zero. It nets out to negatives because as the government takes money from Bobby to give to Joey, the government takes its own cut too leaving Bobby with less money than it took from Tony. And they would have been better off. They just would have left Bobby with his own money himself because Bobby's then got to give his money to Tony too, because that's what taxes do. But the left will lose you in their flowery language. Like this young man from this Milton Friedman video. I'll play about a minute of this. This young man at a college, this is decades old. He does this. He taught, he wants to ask Friedman a question about how, Capitalism is so unfair, and what we really should pursue is equality. Really? Because when you pursue equality through the government, you have to inherently treat people unequally, and no one ever, sorry for all the freedmen lately, but economics is important. No one has ever explained it better than Milton Friedman. Check this out. The society that aims first for liberty will not end up with equality but it will end up with a closer approach to equality than any other kind of system that has ever been developed. Now that conclusion is based both on evidence from history, across history, and also, I believe, on reasoning which if you try to follow through the implications of aiming first at equality, will become clear to you. You can only aim at equality by giving some people the right to take things from others. And what ultimately happens when you aim at equality is that A and B decide what C shall do for D. <laughs> Except that they take a little bit of a commission off on the way. God rest that man's soul. I'm not kidding. You changed my life. There's very few people that can literally change a person's life where you're a different person afterwards. After I discovered Friedman, my life was never the same. You can't. You just can't see the world the same way again. He was a genius. He was a genius not only in his ability to think, but his ability to teach. That is very rare, ladies and gentlemen. How many, think about it, how many great athletes, truly great athletes, went on to become great managers? Extremely rare. Why? because they were great athletes because they had great genetics. And typically those skills came easier to them than others. So they didn't have to teach themselves little tricks. It's typically the worst athletes that become the best coaches because they have to teach themselves way to make themselves better because they don't have the genetics. It's very rare to be a great thinker like Friedman and a great teacher too. The ability to exercise a skill and then teach it to others. Friedman changed my whole life. I have never been able to think about the world the same way again. 
Think about that. When your leftist friends talk about the multiplier and how government spending is going to make poor people richer and be better for the entire economy, that to pursue that type of equality using force and government means because government has a monopoly on force, to pursue that type of equality with the dreaded air quotes, it requires you by nature to treat people unequally. Unequally because as Friedman beautifully states, A and B decide what C is going to do for D. Stated even simpler. You have to take from me by treating me unfairly, by using force to confiscate what I worked for, by give it to other, by giving it to others who have not worked for it one bit. While taking a cut the whole time yourself. You're going to see these arguments, ladies and gentlemen, creep up again. The government does not create net worth. The government is a destroyer of value, a destroyer of worth. The government provides basic and should provide basic constitutional roles. Our military, our court system. But there is nothing the government can do for you that will create value in your life outside of those basic mass consensus roles. Nothing. The government does nothing but destroy value. Nothing. Don't ever forget that. It only decides what A and B will do to C and C will do for D by treating people unequally. Free to choose.net, by the way, is where you can see those just libraries of videos. I'll be playing more of those as time goes on. Because if Friedman does for you what he did for me, you'll never be the same person. You'll be better for it. You know what? Let me get to my last sponsor and I want to get to this media madness because it's important how differently these people were treated and what's going on right now with the Jill Biden controversy. Oh my God, you didn't call her Dr. Jill Biden. I'll call people whatever I want. And I'm going to show you how the media has taken that same tack. Our final sponsor today, our friends at Patriot Mobile. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the season for giving. And Patriot Mobile is back with a brand new Christmas promotion just for you. Until December 19th, get a Samsung A11 for you and for someone close to you. That's two phones, absolutely free. Or bring your own phone and get a free month of service. With Patriot Mobile, you get the same nationwide coverage because they use the same towers as everyone else. Plus, they have the plans to fit any budget. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They take a portion of your bill and help supply Bibles for kids. Switching is easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so go check them out. The same service, a lower price, and they celebrate Christmas too, which is a big plus. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code Dan. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or 972-PATRIOT. And thanks again, Patriot Mobile, for that nice donation uh, to Folds of Honor. You guys are uh, you guys are terrific and ladies over there. We really appreciate it. All right, moving on. Folks, the only reason I keep bringing up these Media Madness segments is to show you that the information you're getting out there, like you got in the beginning, can cause you real damage and have real-world ramifications. I covered in a show that was based on email feedback you really seemed to enjoy last week. I covered the show about how liberals live in this parallel knowledge universe. This parallel knowledge universe liberals live in where there's no knowledge, where they do leg- I'm not making fun. I do make fun of them a lot in the show. I get that, but not here. I'm being serious. The liberal knowledge universe, they pay attention to media figures and others and people like John Kerry and others, where what they know is wrong and what they don't know, they don't know because they're not told it by the media. They literally don't know things. 
If you look at the poll about the Hunter Biden scandal, for example, again, we covered last week and yesterday, we're upwards of 30 percent of Democrats who voted had no idea Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in a massive scandal before the election. They literally three out of 10 didn't know anything about it. You voted based on incomplete information because you were ignorant. I'm not blaming you for it. I'm suggesting you're ignorant because you listen to the wrong people, which is ignorant. These people have been discredited, these media hacks, multiple times. The vaccine, the Palestinian issue, Spygate, the PP hoax, election 2016, Paul Krugman on economics. These people don't know anything. The Keynesian multiplier, they just make it up. And you continue to listen to them. Here's how little credibility these people have. I thought we believed all women. I thought that was, that liberals said that. Yeah. I said to you, no, we don't believe all women. We believe all evidence when it's credible. Hmm. In no society anywhere should we believe anyone, woman, man, child, adult, senior, without appropriate vetted evidence. Nowhere. That is not justice. That's hackery. But the left insisted to us, Joe, that that's not the standard believe evidence, mm -hmm. that we should believe all women no matter what. Mm -hmm. USA Today, credible media outlet, told, basically reiterated this nonsense when they posted this absurd tweet. Hat tip Reagan battalion for this. Remember Kavanaugh and the ridiculous charges leveled against him? Democratic presidential candidates are calling for Kavanaugh to be impeached after the New York Times published an essay containing new allegations of sexual misconduct. Most of those allegations, all of those allegations, I believe, were thoroughly discredited. Didn't stop USA Today from throwing that out there. Yet. There were very credible sexual harassment charges leveled against Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York. I'm sure they handled it the same way, right? No scrutiny at all, USA Today. Just put that New York Times article out there and put your de facto imprimatur on it. Well, let's see how USA Today handles the allegations against Cuomo, noted Democrat. Same USA Today. Quote, the aide is not, this is the aide who alleged sexual harassment, has not yet provided any validating evidence for the allegations or specified details on the harassment. Cuomo's office has denied the claim. Oh, so now it's about, you got to get Cuomo's denial in there, number one, right. and you have to produce number two, that there's no verified evidence. G great. G good. I'm not, I'm not kidding because I'm not a hypocrite like you phony D-bags at USA Today. Forgive the language, but it's necessary. I agree with you. If someone's been accused of something as serious as sexual harassment and they deny the claim, you should give both sides. And if the evidence hasn't yet been, ver yet been verified, you should say that like you did. Bravo. But non-bravo, me not clapping, when it happened to a Republican nominee in Kavanaugh, where you just willy-nilly again threw it out there with no evidence to back up any of these allegations and didn't include at all in your tweet about his denial. Which turned out to be correct. And you listen to these idiots and you wonder why you're wandering around the, the, the uh, enchanted forest of stupidity as a liberal? Why you live on a parallel track of stupidity next to conservatives who have to defend their ideas every single day? So just to be clear, the new standard is sexual harassment against Democrats. Make sure you put in a denied the claim and demand evidence. Sexual harassment charges against anyone who's a non-Democrat. Make sure you only put the allegations in there and deny any claims that the counterparty makes.
Like, I didn't do it. It's not just that. The media madness goes on. It is actual lunacy. Here's this piece by Tiana Lowe at the Washington Examiner I want to put up. It'll be in the show notes today. Have you heard about the Dr. Jill Biden controversy? Here's a piece first. Headline, Tiana Lowe, Washington Examiner. Meltdown over Dr. Jill Biden, a preview of media servility toward Biden. So just to be clear, there was an opinion piece written in the Wall Street Journal by Joseph Epstein. In the opinion piece, Epstein suggests that Joe Biden's wife, Jill Biden, being referred to as doctor is a little bit ridiculous because she has an education degree. Not my take, his take. Not knocking people with education degrees. I'm simply suggesting that Epstein's opinion is fair enough that the term doctor maybe shouldn't be so widely used. I think one of the running jokes about doctor, actually in the Washington Post, I might add, weird, isn't it? I think it's something you can actually check this out in a search engine. Was basically, if you can't crack open my chest and prescribe me medicine, we're not going to use the title doctor. Okay, Washington Post. I didn't say Washington Post. So that's not my thing. So just to be clear, the leftist take now is if you have a PhD or an education doctorate, whatever it is, you should be referred to as doctor. Now, someone else we all know has a PhD, not a medical doctor. Joe, I'm, you may have met this guy. Gorka, right? Doesn't Sebastian Gorka have a PhD? He, he does, right, so. Gorka? Yes. Sebastian? Mm-hmm. You be, <laughs> in his, was that a Gorka voice? I was trying was that, to do the Gorka. Gorka, who's yeah. a friend of mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> I'm Sebastian Gorka. I'm not a, I'm just, I love his voice. I'm Sebastian Gorka. He yeah. guy's got a great voice. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I don't have a voice like that. I know some, he's a good friend of mine. Good man. He has a PhD too. So the liberal rules, rules always come with the air quotes, are any PhD, if you don't dare refer to them as doctor, it is a grotesque, it's a grotesquity to make up a word. A grotesquity and a stain on humankind. Well, let's see how noted academic uh, Samantha B. I'm just joking. She's a clown comedian, <laughs> but the liberals love her. Let's watch this little mini clip of Samantha B. Absolutely melting down on her show when Gorka wanted to be referred to as Dr. Gorka. Check this out. Despite Gorka's insistence that everyone call him doctor, which is the universal mark of a real non-fraudulent intellectual smart person. <laughs> It turns out Dr. Gorka has published as many papers in peer-reviewed academic journals as Dr. McStuffins. Zero. Gorka, by the way, who has an IQ probably 40 to 50 points higher than Samantha B. Subject of withering criticism from this idiot. Who, just to be clear, our principal, everybody's laughing too. The the clapping seals in the audience members. <laughs> who probably none of them actually have PhDs. Thinks it's hilarious. That Sebastian Gorka would prefer the use of an honorific. Hmm. I'm not into those, but whatever. He's a friend of mine. I respect him for it. So weird now that they're changing the rules again. Just so we're clear again, media, not so funny people in the media, the people they adore and the liberals. When it was Gorka and it was Dr. Ben Carson, which I'm going to get to in a second, an actual an actual medical doctor. Movies have been made about his medical expertise, Ben Carson. 
a genius in every sense of the word. When it was them, don't dare use the term doctor. But Dr. Jill Biden, who has an education degree, don't you dare not refer to her as Dr. Jill Biden. I'll talk, refer to people however I choose. You don't like it? I'm really sorry. You're going to have to find a new show. I had a title once. It was Special Agent Daniel Bongino. That was my actual title. Sedan, as Paula remembers. <laughs> One of these days, I'll tell you that story. It's a great story. Who the hell? Said, I got to tell now. I'm sorry. I sent a fax to my wife once. She was working in the city. And it and I had on the thing, S.A. Special Agent Dan Bongino. Her friend pulls the fax off and goes, who's this guy, Sedan? <laughs> Sedan. <laughs> it's not Sedan. Special Agent Dan Bongino. Like Sedan. They almost messed it up. I never once asked someone, sir, please call me agent. That was my time, because I don't care. You want to do your thing, do your thing. But liberals are phonies. Look at this from the Washington Examiner piece, the Tiana Lopez. So in 2015, our Street Institute scholar, R.J. Lenman, tackled the question of who gets the coveted designation of doctor in the pages of the New York Times. This was back when world-renowned neurosurgeon Ben Carson was notably snubbed. So just to be clear, the left who wants to refer to everybody as doctor now because we don't call Dr. Jill Biden doctor. Here's how they felt about an actual doctor, Ben Carson. Quote, this is the New York Times. Thus, head to head, we see that the Times blog refers to Dr. Jill Biden as doctor nearly half the time, 48%. While referring to Ben Carson as doctor, just 8.9% of the time, Lehman wrote. She's called Mrs. Biden just 6.9% of the time, while he is called Mr. Carson 34% of the time. So just to be clear, Jill Biden, who's got a degree in education, is called doctor more often than Ben Carson, who is one of the prominent neurosurgeons in the history of humankind. Ladies and gentlemen, if your head is spinning right now, Reagan from the exorcist style and the pea soups coming out next because you don't understand, don't expect, don't try to pin logic on liberals. They don't have any. They don't have any rules about believe all women, it's all made up. They don't believe anything. They don't have any rules about when to call people doctor. They weaponize the language daily and change the rules to attack conservatives. That is the only reason they do any of this. These are spineless buffoons with not a shred of character and don't ever forget it. I gotta, wait, before we do the dramatic turn, I gotta, okay. It's getting more dramatic by the day. I wanted to be sure there was something on the second page. It was short enough because we're running out of time. If it was a long story, I would have had a pass. I'd be remiss if we didn't cover this story, though. New York Post, Bill Barr uh, submitted his letter of resignation yesterday. I want to just give you a couple takeaways from this. I, Stan, every, folks, I'm asking you to seriously open your minds for a minute on this one. It's tough for all of us. Me too. We all have our you know, pre-existing view of what happened and how she, what lens we should view it through. New York Post Attorney General Bill Barzine's story will be in the show notes. You can read the details. As a member of my audience, you deserve from me and should demand from me, if you're going to be generous enough with your time, how I feel about these things. Folks, I'm withholding judgment on Barr. I know you just say, you're going to tell us if you, no, I'm withholding on judgment because I can't give a thoroughly informed opinion on bars, positives and negatives and the contributions to the Trump administration until a couple of things happen and we don't know yet. This by, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring it up. If I was Trump. Why would you, I would just not talk about it. I'm not bringing it up to duck it. 
I'm bringing it up and I'm asking you also to withhold judgment on Barr's tenure until we see a couple things. Number one, first, the letter he wrote in resignation was very laudatory about President Trump. And President Trump was very complimentary on the way out, which says to me that there's not the friction here the media wants to paint. And for all the knocks on Donald Trump with the media, when he smells a rat in his administration, believe me, he'll tell you when they go out the door. That's not what happened with Barr. So I put a little quote here. Trump knows something we don't, clearly. And if we don't know something Trump does, everybody should withhold judgment on the positive or negative contributions of Barr until we can get a full picture. Fair? That's number one. Trump knows something here that we don't know. And I don't know. I'm not being coy. It's not like someone slipped it in my ear and I'm passing it to you to be, uh, you know, to be like, and I'm in the no guy. It's not what I'm doing at all. Secondly, we don't know what's going to happen with the Durham investigation at the Spygate. I want to be crystal clear. I am not optimistic about that. Please. I see these things on Reddit. They drive me nuts. I got a thin skin. Like Dan Bongino saying everything he did. He let us down. I'm not saying anything's going to, I've said repeatedly, I have zero faith in the Justice Department. Zero. But they could surprise us. If we get some prosecutions and arrests with the Durham now special counsel, who bar appointed special counsel on the way out the door to protect Durham from a potential incoming Biden administration here. If Durham gives us what we need, which is justice, obviously the bar legacy will be totally different. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't know that yet. Finally, I want to see on the way out the door what Barr does with Hunter Biden. If a special counsel is not appointed to investigate the Hunter Biden foreign collusion scandal by Barr out the door or by his successor, justice is dead. So again, I brought up the topic not to duck it, to say to you, everybody hold your breath a moment. I'm not optimistic, but they could surprise us. Trump knows something. They were very complimentary. Second, Let's see what happens with the Durham investigation. And third, let's see what happens if there's a Hunter Biden special counsel appointed. I think it's critical. All right, folks, I'll get to some other stuff tomorrow. The Red State article, I'm sorry, but it would have fit in nicely today. But it's a great way to bring this up tomorrow again, how the media is constantly wrong and the so-called smart people about things that are possible and impossible. And now when Trump did them, the economy, what else do we have? The vaccines how they're going to now try to gaslight you and credit Biden. Don't go anywhere for tomorrow's show. Please tune in. It's going to be a great piece. It's in the show notes if you want to read ahead, bongino.com slash newsletter. Folks, please use bonginoreport.com for your news. Dump drudge they want left a long time ago. Bonginoreport.com is where it's at. Our traffic was fire yesterday. Thanks to you. We really appreciate it. And please subscribe to my video show. It's all free at Rumble. We're almost at a million subscribers. Unbelievable. We already passed YouTube. Rumble.com slash Bongino. I really appreciate it. I'll see you all, hopefully without the hiccups, tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.